Do you ever feel utterly exhausted? As parents, we want to know how to take our family to the next level. Where our children choose into excellence. Where poor behaviors melt away naturally. And where our connection to each other is rich and beautiful. We are Kent and Amy Bowler, and our purpose is to help you achieve just that. This is where joy lives. Welcome to Revolutionary Families. Oh, I remember when we were just first married, the first couple of years of our marriage, we were working at a group home with eight men, and those eight men had their respective unique challenges and things. Yeah, developmentally disabled. Great, great, great guys. Still love those guys today. And we had the opportunity to have that as our job. So we lived in the group home with those eight men and we were with them every single day and we were like their mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, we had our first boy. That's where our first child was born was when we were working that job. So we were, we were just busy every single day. Oh, on top of that, you were going to college. I was going to college. We were both going to college. Yeah. And when we started that job, it was like immediate eight children immediate because eight they're, children. they're varying levels, like a toddler, toddler, um, mental capacity up to like an older, older child, maybe a really young teenager for some of them. Mm -hmm. And so we were both going to college. I had another job that I was working for part of the time, but at part of that job, they're working in the group home meant that we were responsible for their well-being. We were there to entertain them, to take them to their different jobs. Uh, none of them could drive, of course. And so we were their chauffeurs. We were responsible for entertainment. There was no chef. <laughs> yep. We, we immediately yeah we got married and then learned how to make meals for 10 people. <laughs> <laughs> and Oh, and then on top of that, so we took the job thinking that this is going to be pretty great. You know, free room and board and food salary. and salary. But we never expected to be doing IVs. We didn't expect them to be yelling at us or have one of them that was always angry. There was one of them that couldn't really speak at all, but so desperately wanted to communicate and would come knock on the door when it was supposed to be off hours, right? <laughs> never really such a thing as off hours as parents. And would want, you know, there was something important to him and trying to figure out what it was that was bothering him or that he needed yeah. and yeah, and taking care of those needs. And so just such a stressful, stretched time. Yeah. Push yeah. to the limits. Yeah. Yeah. And way more than what we thought it would be. And I think it's very much like parenting when your child comes and usually people don't have eight come at one time. <laughs> Thankfully, mm -hmm. we usually get one or maybe two at a time. But when that comes, we kind of think it's going to be one thing. And it's, it's almost always harder than that. I remember as a young mom realizing, uh, just having one of those days, and for sure when we were at this group home and I had my little baby, feeling like, I, I don't want this. <laughs> like, what? Um, this is super hard, and I don't, I don't want to make another casserole for 10 people, and I just want to do this. I don't want to um, wake up four times in the middle of the night with my baby. And then just kind of like having this pause and being like, wait a minute, I do want this. Even though it's super hard, I chose this. I chose, we chose to have a baby. We chose to have a family and- We chose to take that job. Yeah, we chose to take that job, which included taking care of eight men. And when it just changed everything in my mind, when I was like, oh, 
this is my choice. Okay, why did I choose this? Oh, yeah, we wanted to have a family because we wanted to have this wonderful feeling. We wanted to help our child grow up to be this amazing person and have these relationships and all these reasons why. And same thing with the job and just had this change of mindset. And it I don't know what it was, but it didn't change the fact that I still had to make the big casserole and we still had to clean up and do all these other things that were part of the job and part of being parents. But when I just changed that mindset to remember, oh yeah, yeah, I did choose that. I I may not be wanting to choose the results or kind of some of the parts that come along with it, but but we did choose it. And when I realized that we that I chose it, it it made it seem easier. I mean, you think about your kids when they want to do something, like they want to go play with their friends. That's their choice, something they've chosen. They're super excited about it. They're like, they'll they'll do like 20 chores really fast so that they can go play with their friend. Um, but if it's something else, like the dishes that they're not choosing, it's drudgery. It's hard. That idea of choice is really huge. Yeah, it makes me think of our son before he bought his truck. He would oftentimes borrow my car, and that's great. That was part of the deal. But there were times when I would ask him to clean out the car, you know, in exchange for using my car at times, and and eventually that would get done. But then there were times when he was borrowing the car to go on a date, and then he, of his own choice, man, he'd do a great job cleaning out the car. He'd be up (laughs) early on Saturday morning, and I come out, and there's my car, and it's beautiful. <laughs> and it's like, wow, where did that come from? Oh, I'm going on a, oh, I'm going, he's going on a date. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, that choice. Totally different. Yeah. I know as as parents, we you know we have these hopes of this idyllic thing. We don't, we don't think about, you know, we're going to have kids so that we can help them at night with their night terrors or help them get over their frustration or their anxiety or their stress about school or, you know, just all those things that come along with it, the struggles, the hard, the hard times. Yeah. It makes me think of Viktor Frankl. So awesome. (laughs) So awesome. In the concentration camp, you would think that he doesn't have any choice, right? But he goes on to write about how we always have choice. We always have a choice. Even when you're captured and literally put in prison as he was in man's search for meaning is when he talks about it, Mm -hmm. always have the choice. Right. So when we choose to reframe the way that we think about our choice, when we choose to reframe the way that we think about the things that we're doing, changing those dirty diapers again, listening to our child talk about the dream that he had last night. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It was so funny. Just this morning, just this morning, we're we're sitting at the kitchen counter and we're talking about what we're going to talk about in our podcast. We're planning this episode. And in the middle of that, Henry's sitting there next to us, and he's got this little toy that he just got from the dollar store. It's this little airplane that launches out of this little thing. I mean, just... The cheapest thing you've ever seen. (laughs) It's a dollar store thing, (laughs) yes. But he's sitting there playing with it while we're talking. And while we're talking and he's playing, he figures out how the plane engages with the launch pad and sees the mechanical action that's happening. And he's excited to share that discovery with us. And so he's interrupting us to try and tell us that. And we're both like, oh. We don't want to hear about the airplane. We <laughs> didn't say that. <laughs> until we remembered that we chose to be parents. We chose to have a family. Henry is a great joy to us. And so we pause for a second. We can pause and then listen to that little discovery that I had. And then we went back to our planning. But when we choose to reframe the way that we think about those things that we're doing every day, it helps us 
to put things in that better light. And it changes our attitude, like Amy was saying. I love the story of some incredible people who are in those concentration camps, like Viktor Frankl or Corey Ten Boom, who chose to be grateful, who chose to be happy in that situation. They didn't have anything better than the next person that was in that concentration camp. But Viktor Frankl teaches, and I highly recommend this book, just one of our favorite books, really short but powerful principles that we always choose what we think and what our state is. So powerful. For parents, I think that, and especially for moms, but for dads too, for parents, we have this massive responsibility as parents to take care of our families in so many different ways, right? So it's just this big burden that we carry. And we feel deeply this very strong sense of duty and responsibility to provide for our children, to take care of those needs. And that sense of duty is so strong that sometimes we misinterpret that sense of duty, that strong sense as I have no choice. I have to. Yeah. And it's just like the story that we were telling earlier. We need to remember that we chose this. We have to go back and remember the why of that choice. And then we go, oh, oh yeah, I chose to be a parent. I, I chose to do this. And remembering that, that we have that choice and that we are still choosing in each day. Because the truth is, we can quit at any point in time. But that sense of duty is so strong that for all of us, there's no way that we would ever give it up. There's no way that we'd ever walk away from it. But we have to remember that we are still choosing. Yeah. And as yeah. we remember that it is our choice and I choose again today to live that duty, then it changes the way that I see it. And now I get to instead of I have to. And now it's... It's not this big burden, it's a joy to hear my son talk about this thing that he just discovered with the cheapo dollar toy store, <laughs> the cheapo dollar store toy, right? That he that he just, wow, he discovered how it connects. That's brilliant. He's got this structural genius, mechanical genius that he's seeing in it. And that's awesome. And now I can celebrate with him instead of shooing him away and crushing his little discovery and his learning process. Yeah. And even changing the way we talk about it, just our words. And I find myself saying, oh, no, I can't do that because I've got to go make dinner or I've got to bring our daughter down to dance. So instead of saying that, I get to go make dinner, looking at how those little things that we're doing for our family, that every one of those things is a service. It's part of what we chose into. Mm -hmm. It's it's a joy. It's it, even though it might be hard and something we don't really feel like making dinner tonight that we can actually we like the word consecrate. We've been studying about that word and that we can actually consecrate everything that we're doing in our family. Basically dedicate it to God. That it's not just this mundane thing, but it is something that we're doing as service and love to our children. And because we know that this is what God has called us to do. And when we have that higher sense of purpose, it can make even changing dirty diapers be a thing that we can be grateful to be able to do. So powerful. As we choose to see it that way, it's the same action. We're still changing the same dirty diapers. But when we choose to see it in that light, now we're consecrating that dirty diaper. We're consecrating that sacrifice, that action that we're making on behalf of our family. And it makes our family sacred. It makes our family beautiful. And it changes the tone and the attitude that's in our home. Yes. So three quick steps that will help us as we feel that exhaustion, as we feel that overwhelm. First step, confirm 
that we are still choosing to do what we're doing. It's not a drudgery. It's not a have to. It's a choice. Yeah. And then choose again each day. Yep. I choose to be back in. I choose to be a parent today. I choose to change that diaper today. I choose to listen to my son talk about his little discovery with the cheap toy. Yeah. And then consecrate those choices. Our families are sacred. They are the greatest work that we are doing. And remembering that will help us to find greater value and purpose in every little thing that we're doing to serve them. So awesome. You are amazing. We applaud what you're doing as a parent. We love you. We're in this fight with you. We care about you. And go over to our website, revolutionaryfamilies.com and get the number one parenting secret and find some action steps you can take to see their greatness. And always remember to trust that God trusts you.